Are you all right? You've done it. You've killed him. It was nothing. I kill a giant every day before dinner. Starts my night right when we record episode 182 of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, everybody. How hey. are y'all giants doing? Watch out for Jack if you have one. Also, for this discussion of the film Jack the Giant Killer, we welcome back aboard one of the pastors at Creekside Church in Martinez, California, Dustin Warford. I eat giants for breakfast. That's good to know, <clears throat> Dustin. And now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Jack the Giant Killer? Sure. Jack the Giant Killer, not Slayer, was released June 13th of 1962. It runs an hour and 34 minutes and is rated G when movies were rated G back then. Ooh, <laughs> every movie. <laughs> It was directed by Nathan Juron, or Huron, depending on what part of the country you live in. Something like and that. With the lead stars being Kerwin Matthews, Judy Meredith, and Torrin Thatcher. The music was composed by Paul Sawtwell and Bert Schefter. Unfortunately, the budget of this film and how well it did at the box office cannot be sustained since precise records were not kept after Mad Dog Tannen shot the accountant over a matter of $80. So, couldn't find any info on the box office. <laughs> That's okay, Paul. Well, well actually, I'm going to predict number one. Definitely number one. <laughs> They said it didn't make as much money as uh, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. I don't know if we'll talk about the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad later. But there's come some up. very similarities in there. So they mm -hmm. were hoping to do just as well, but they didn't. Uh, well, then I guess that was a appropriate Mario sound effect. And unfortunately, we don't have any guesses then for uh, who, for what the box office was. That's okay. We'll proceed. Nonetheless, thank you for those factoids, Paul, and let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis. Share his thrilling adventures on the high seas. Meet his young friend Peter, Sigurd the Viking, and the lovable imp of the bottle. A little toy man. Insulting a leprechaun. A toy, you say? Oh, for that there'll be the devil to pay. And that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, that was the a bit of the trailer, and it definitely brings back some memories about Jack the Giant Killer. But to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch of this film, here is, your, here is our memory mind melt synopsis. The creepiest gift ever from a stranger that is put in a princess 
princess's bedroom. Two people falling in love with literally no time to do so. A hero runs away from a castle on a beach as a wizard shoots purple lightning at him. And a dragon dog hybrid that does battle with Jack that clearly doesn't know how to spin in midair to toss Jack off. Ultimately leading to its bad CGI demise. Well, there is definitely no CGI in it, and there's no purple lightning. It is blue and green. Come on. Maybe it depends on the quality of TV you were watching. That's that's a fair point. But based on those memories, as flawed as they uh, may have been, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? A classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Dustin. All right, so before rewatching it, I was thinking back of the last time I saw it, and that was so long ago. Same here, yeah. And the fact that I hadn't rewatched it in many, many years, I, I predicted tragic. It wasn't tragic. worth going right. back to see again. Fair. How about for you, Paul? Well, I had never seen this movie before. This was my first time watching oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. And in fact, I watched it twice this week. Whoa. Once original and once with the riff tracks. Oh, gosh. Uh, not the live version. <laughs> so I still have that version to listen to. But anyway, um, since I had really had never even heard this movie before mm-hmm. i predicted tragic tragic as well now for me this was and I'll, I'll share a little bit more about this story later but um i had seen this as a kid and had complete and had this very vivid memory of you heard that there in the memory a man ran on a beach as a wizard was trying to get him from a castle on a beach that is just stuck in my head and i could never know what the i never knew what the movie that came from was I always wanted to but when I found out what it was, and uh, I, with that, like such vivid imagery in my head, I decided to go with nostalgia because there's, I mean, there's got to be some reason to it sticking with me for so long. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true, uh, which would actually be a dispute tragic if they did. But uh, first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about about Jack the Giant Killer. Let's spin up our best three. And we'll start with our guest, Dustin. What was one thing you liked about Jack the Giant Killer? I, as weird as it's say, I really enjoyed the stop motion with oh, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. It reminded me of classics like uh, Clash of the Titans, yes. Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. It was yeah. just, it was fun to see old school animation brought with the live actors. It was, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. that was kind of nostalgic for me to, to yeah. relive. Kind of, oh, it's fun. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually one of my likes, too, is how they treated the monsters. I thought I was expecting a lot of these, because it's a movie I never heard of, that these monsters would move very awkwardly and very stiff. But Mm -hmm. they move pretty um, fluidly and realistic to me. So I was impressed by that. And also, they made the these monsters vulnerable, like the giant Coromon when he got hit mm-hmm. by a spear. I expected yeah. it to fly off and like, oh, you know, unstoppable monsters, like everything. But like, <laughs> no, it actually hurt him. And like, it, it, it actually made me more invested. Like, I wanted to watch it more to see what would happen. So oh, cool. I really enjoyed how they did these monsters in this movie. Yeah, and you know, I'll just jump off what you guys are saying there because something that I liked was the creatures and also the set design. I thought they were super imaginative. There was, I mean, mm-hmm. certainly the, a giant, there's only so many ways you can do a giant, but they had the giant, the two-headed giant. All those different witches and ghoul guys were so, like, each one was different. I thought that was interesting. Uh, the, you had the, the stone tooth soldier guys, which were all the same, of course, but it was just cool. That was just a creative creature there's so many things in this that i thought wow that's really cool how they 
all the imagination that went into making these creatures and the sets, like the castle set, I really loved. I thought the mm-hmm. the castle was looked really good. Uh, there is a antithesis to all that, but we'll get that in the next section. But that was something that I really I, I really enjoyed about this film. Uh, let's go back to Dustin though. What's something else you liked? Uh, well, you kind of touched on it there. The the sets mm-hmm. and kind of the, the costumes and things you that they they showed. Mm-hmm. It was fun knowing the movie was made so long ago. I mean, so yeah. if you yeah. try to compare it to what they do now, it's like, wow, that looks like a high school costume set. But <laughs> but, but looking how when it was done, it was it was yeah. fun to see just kind of the, the the castle come together and then the dark castle come together yes. and the the whole fight on the boat. Mm-hmm. I liked they they put time into the sets. It wasn't yeah. just a a cheap stage production. You know, they, exactly. they put time into it. It was fun to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually filmed on the water. It looked like. I mean, that looks like real water. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't CG. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless they have a time machine. Uh, Paul, what's something else you liked? I enjoyed the actors, the main actors through this. Mm-hmm. Um, they th- these okay. These are not like Oscar-winning performances, but I I thought it was fun to watch the main actors and even like the villain. He he was over the top, and even the 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 henchman. But it was not too much <laughs> guy. to where it was like, oh, let's just get on with it. But it was kind of, it kept me entertained. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, yeah, I, oh, go ahead. I, I second that one with Jack. I, I mean, particularly Jack, the, the hero of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he did great. Yeah, Kerwin yeah. Matthews. Yeah, yes. totally yeah. I, I mean, I apparently we're all in lockstep. Maybe there were just so few things to like that we all picked over the same <laughs> ones. But oh, the tragic list is a long one. Oh, not for me. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, I, 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 I thought Jack and Elaine were so cute together. I really enjoyed their chemistry. I know one of us had a memory that is like they fall, fell in love in no time. But I really enjoyed them together, and uh, and how the actors portrayed them. And man, I really. Loved was it? What was his name? Torin something for who played Pendragon? Um, oh yeah, you can pull that uh, up, Paul. I yeah, it's Torin Thatcher. Yeah, I loved his mustache, mustache his twirliness. Beard. No, just like <laughs> his like evil villain. I mean, okay, this is such a villain move. When in the in when he's coming in, he brings the present for the princess, and you know he's pretending to be nice, and he gives the gift, and then uh, the. And so the princess is going to open it. And then he's like, oh, stand aside. Let me open your gift for you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh, that's such a villain move. But I, I really enjoyed him. Uh, okay, well, all right. those were. So oh. make sure anyone who opens your gifts, they're not villains. Exactly. Or, or are they villains? Or, or that's, are... yeah, that may be a test. If someone yeah. gives you a present and opens it for you, watch out. There. Especially if um, especially if stranger danger comes into play. Yeah. Right. I got exactly. this for you. Open it now. <laughs> <laughs> A little weird. Totally. Uh, but what's not weird, well, maybe what might be weird, are our classic makers. The things we loved most about this film, Jack the Giant Killer. Uh, let's change it up a little bit and start with Paul this time. What really surprised me that I enjoyed the most about this movie was the storyline and all the mm-hmm. plots, plots and twists. It's like every five minutes, it's like on to something new. If you don't like the current scene, you won't have to wait long because it's going to change <laughs> dramatically. Yeah. And it kept my attention. And and I liked every scene, by the way, so that it, it mm-hmm. I liked the story. It was a lot. And it made sense. Like, it's a lot mm-hmm. of twisting, but it all made sense. Unlike a lot of popular movies today <laughs> made by popular directors. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I, oh, I got. I'm oh. getting a call. Hello. Oh, 
Oh, Brian? Yeah. Hey, it's been a while since you Oh, Brian Zinger, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, it's funny you're calling Brian because we're covering the movie Jack the Giant Killer. Didn't you make a movie like oh. that? Oh, no, I, w- I did Slayer. Jack the oh. Giant Slayer. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what yeah. you guys are reviewing? Uh, you're breaking up. You're breaking oh, up, Brian. I think. Hey, oh, hey, I oh, oh, oh. Man, I didn't want to talk about that movie. It's not the tragic makers right now. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, Brian Singer interrupting our podcast aside. Uh, I'm right there with you, Paul. My gosh, this movie, the adventure to it. The, yeah, the story, just all these twists and turns. I like I, I love the. I knew there was something up with that that lady in waiting or whatever the yeah. the matron. Well, she gave the evil eye. Yeah, she had uh. something going on. But I did, at first I'm like, well, maybe she's just older, and but she played it that perfectly, and I didn't know. Lady she, Constance, I think. Constance, was her name. yes, yes, and that. So she ended up being a bad witch, and that was a great setup for then Elaine mm-hmm. becoming a witch later. There's so much like seeding for things that were yeah. to come. That was really great, and then just knew, new characters at the right time. What, Going back to Lady Constance, just mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. When it, she was giving those evil, I'm like, okay, we get it. She's evil. Why are you doing this? And then it turns out that she's under a spell. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why. And it's like, okay, yes. it all Like you said, it all made sense why they were setting things up. Exactly. Brilliant. So it's, it's fun to see an older movie set things up like that. Yes. yes. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I think newer movies today have a hard time doing that very yeah. well. But, mm-hmm. uh, but this mm-hmm. one did a really good job with it. Totally. Uh, and Dustin, I guess that leaves you. What was your tra- uh, classic maker for Jack the Giant Killer? It's along the same lines. Uh, oh, this okay. this movie from the opening scene with zooming in on the book and then you know turning the pages, it it brings in a classic fairy tale like right off the bat. You're getting sucked into this fantasy land. You've got the dragon. You've got the princess, the hero, the king. I, so I, I was totally drawn and well sucked in. And like Paul said, it doesn't you know no scene lasts too long. It's, it's yeah. It's so fast paced. It's just this happens and this happens and you're you don't have time to do anything except watch what's going on. Exactly. And yeah. I was I was engaged in the whole movie. Awesome. And, um, I, I was totally sucked in. I mean, I even had the the dog dragon yeah. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> now I'd say that's a lot less dog dragon than Falcor, but I I see you Well, I think uh, Falcor was a dog dragon. This was just supposed to be, to be a dragon. <laughs> well, it was a dog dragon. So we didn't watch the whole bit that the whole trailer, but in the at the end of the trailer, they actually totally spoil that last climactic battle. But they call him a harpy. So Pendragon turns into a harpy. He's apparently. definitely not Isn't a harpy. Is that an STD? What? That's harpies, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> harpies are the. They got the wings, the the claw yeah, feet. The the, yeah. They look like the, yeah. they're like typically women females, with. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like the guard. Jason and the Argonauts. They fight harpies yeah. when the guy's trying to get his food. Like those okay. are harpies. Well, that's what they call it. I'm just telling you what they said in the trailer. That's all. Oh, don't don't kill the messenger here, guys. But okay, so man, so we're we pretty much all liked. Pretty much the same things about this movie, but oh, yeah, every time Uh-oh. there's something else I forgot. I, yeah, I did forget something else I liked uh, The Untold I Podcast. <laughs> the Untold Podcast is a speculative fiction podcast utilizing genres of science fiction, fantasy, and horror, among others, in order to engage the culture's imagination from a Christian worldview. Every month, Nathan James Norman produces and narrates a new story presented in a, new, in a unique and dynamic way. Some of my favorite episodes are Standoff, a flash fiction about a good cop snake in a robotic suit, episode 71, and The True Light, a fairy tale about a heroine who uses her mystical light to find the 
those lost in deep cave. No, not you. Oh, good. You're not promoting drugs. Okay. Just and that's sure. episode 13, Master Interrupter. Episode 81, A Light to My Path, is even narrated by someone from our very own podcast. So check out those episodes and all of the back catalog of the Untold Podcast at untoldpodcast.com to listen and also listen and leave them a review on iTunes. Is that what that has to do with Jack the Giant Killer? Because someone from our podcast narrated an episode and we're also covering Jack the Giant Killer. No, wait. What does that have to do with Jack the Giant Killer? Okay, so this is where I get into my story. So like I was saying before, I had this memory of this 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 wizard uh, shooting lightning down from a castle onto the beach as this hero ran away. And I could not I thought there was some giant component to it too, but I could not remember anything else. I asked my brothers, none of them remembered it. And so I just figured, you know what, I'm never gonna find this movie. I tried looking for things like that, never could find anything. Fast forward. Fast forward. <laughs> oh, what? Oh my gosh. Fast forward. Um, I'm doing this Twitch thing, and uh, Nathan James Norman is one of the people that subscribes to the channel, which I really appreciate that he does that. And Nathan James Norman from the Untold Podcast. And uh, he told me about that Rift Tracks. You can actually go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Rift Tracks, and just watch them do sort of 24 7. You can watch a different Rift Track live with the video and everything they they just play reruns of it over and over again and i just so so i didn't know about that so i'm i watch that every so often and one and this one time i just i stop and i'm watching this i'm like this is i'm very familiar about all this <laughs> that i'm watching now and i'm i watch a little bits here and there throughout as long as this movie's running and as it gets to the end i'm like Oh my gosh, this is the movie that I could not remember this whole time. And found out it's you type in the command, you find out what movie it is, Jack the Giant Killer. I'm like, oh my gosh. So so I kind of have Nathan James Norman to thank for this longtime memory mystery uh being solved. So thank you. And this Nathan. episode. And this episode, yes, exactly. And so why we're doing this episode? Uh it is my birthday this week. So this is my birthday episode. I picked to do this. Thank you, Paul. Do you? So, is that does that does that suffice for you, Paul? Yeah, I'll let it go. Happy birthday! Thanks. <laughs> but I mean, you know what? I still want to do some trivia because we always do okay, that. Good. Let's talk some mm, trivia. Yes. Did you all realize that this was producer Edward Small's attempt to cash in on the huge success of eighteen? That must be wrong. Nineteen fifty-eight's the seventh voyage of Sinbad, which it had which he had turned down the chance to produce. He actually had the chance to produce Seventh Voyage, and he didn't. He's like, nah. And now he's trying to, oh, oh my gosh, that was huge, so let me try to make it something else. He even hired the same director, Nathan Duran, hero, Kerwin Matthews, and villain, Torrin Thatcher. I, I've i never seen Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, so I didn't oh, recognize any of them. I own it. You got to check it out, especially since... The, the main actors, I've got to watch Seventh Voyage this week because it, there's so many similarities. And even some of the monsters are kind of similar. Oh, really? But, okay. Uh, surprise. Same director, same actors. Yeah. Same yeah. Stuff. They, they did but, not get Ray uh, Ray Harryhausen back. Right. He was either committed to something else or he didn't. But the, but the other guy who took over, I thought, did a good job, as we already sort of spoke to. But that leads me to my question for you guys. Is there any opportun- opportunity in your life, like job-related, that you had a chance to take but didn't and then later regretted it? All the time. 
Well, something specific <laughs> for, and I'll go first. For me, uh, I had the chance, I, when I was looking at colleges, uh, I wanted to get into video games and making video games. And there was this one college up in Washington. I don't know if it's still there, but it's sort of like, um, sort of connected with uh, Microsoft. Uh, but it's called DigiPen. And it was one of the only colleges where you go there to learn about making video games. Nowadays, they have full sale. They have all these other probably mainline colleges have a video game design program, but they didn't have that back in the, back in the good old 20th century where I was when I started college. So, um, so they had this DigiPen thing and you know what? I just, I decided not to go up to Washington. I was living in California at the time. And I regret that in terms of, uh, career choices. Cause I think that I could have actually done like actually gone into video games proper. I ended up getting a web design, but you know what? Worked out. God did an amazing thing. I got to meet my awesome best friend Paul, who's over there. Yeah, right. This this podcast would probably not be a thing if I went and did that decision. So, what what uh, it wasn't really evil, but what I regret, (laughs) God meant for good. I don't know. That's (laughs) I I don't know. Something like that. Some Genesis fifty thing. Anyway, Paul, how about you? Oh, so many. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I work in an insurance company. That's but no, no little kid says I want to, you know, spend most of my life in cubicles in an insurance company when I grow up. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I do wish I had spent a little more time uh, focusing on my drawing mm-hmm. back in the day, um, so that I could make more of a career out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So either through comics or even actually uh 3D animation. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I he- I hear that's a real up and coming field. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Call from Pixar, eh? Oh, uh, no, this was before well, I guess it wasn't before Pixar, but uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, how about you, Dustin? I'd see this. You put me in a weird spot. If I say I have any regrets, does that mean I regret becoming a pastor? Like what? I mean, I guess it well, maybe could, the, but uh, <laughs> if anyone's listening that goes to your church, maybe so, uh, well, yeah, Aaron and Jake, <laughs> former co-host uh, or guest host. Of the um, or it's so, only on the internet for everyone to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world. I will not tell my boss about this one. No. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it when you just asked, and the, the only thing that I was really, really doing before I pursued ministry as mm-hmm. far as school stuff was I was really – I was playing a lot of baseball. Oh, okay. A whole lot. And I, I made some all-star teams, some traveling oh, wow. teams, and and I was I – mean, I remember my dad spending a lot of time and money into to me playing baseball because I was a – you know, I'm that stereotypical guy. Yeah, I'd have gone pro if I kept playing, you know. <laughs> but, but I was good. I, I, yeah, I yeah. played a lot. And – um. I was, I was at a camp one year, and it's when I really got my call. I was in uh, high school. I really mm-hmm. got my call to be in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I went, went home and was terrified to tell my dad that I didn't want to play baseball anymore. I wanted to be a pastor. And uh, was the cool story about that, though, is when I when I went to him, totally terrified because I thought he was going to be mad that you know I spent all this money yeah, and did yeah. this. This is what you were going to do. He, he goes, okay, let's go get you a good study Bible and some commentaries. And oh, like, he was like all in. Wow. And, uh, and so that just kind of launched – where I am now, you know, a pastor at a church. Wow. So no regrets, but that's, had I not veered towards ministry, mm-hmm. I definitely would have put everything I had into pursuing baseball of some kind. What team would you have loved to have played for? 
Per, Did you like see protein. the shirts behind me? I no, mean, I can't. My uh, eyes are not okay. that good. <laughs> uh, Giants, San Francisco Giants. Wait, I thought Giants were in New York. Uh, that's football. I know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's. Oh, there's a reason you do movies and not sports, dude. Go sports ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I proposed to my wife at a Giants game. Got the uh, up on oh, the screen, wow. the jumbotron, and everything. Oh, so, yeah. nice. Yeah, the son of light and chat says. Uh, nice, Dustin. My great grandfather was a professional baseball player, so that's really cool. Now, the, now, when I said, you know, no kid ever dreams of, you know, growing up at, and working in a cubicle, but when I was young, I wanted to play baseball, and uh, and I was actually playing on a couple teams until I hit junior high, and then when kids started throwing fastballs faster than they can control them and started hitting kids, you know, when some <laughs> kids are developing faster than others, I was like. Yeah, they developed faster than me, and I was out. So, for my own safety, I got out. But that's cool that your grandfather, your great grandfather, made it. Cinelite. That's really, really, cool. really he cool. Was a baseball card too. Whoa, that's sweet. that card. That would be amazing. You got to go find that card if you don't. Totally. It's worth twenty-five cents at least. Great <laughs> trivia, Francisco. And I have an answer to our lo- our last audience question, which again was. What is the episode number, title of the movie slash game, and the name of the character who says this line? Hey, Einstein, I'm on your side. So, and what? Was, and the answer was is episode number forty-eight, covering Star Fox sixty-four. And who exclaimed it? Falco. Falco. And that was submitted by Celeste Mora. So Yay, good job, Celeste. Celeste. You won. Uh, yeah, of, of our submissions, you're the one with the correct uh, the correct answer. So good job. Congrats. And thank you for playing. Uh, I will be gifting you a subscription to our Twitch channel the next time you are online for stream. You're offline now. Otherwise, I do it now, but <clears throat> you're offline. Uh, now here's this episode's listener question. Uh, so Jack the Giant Killer is only the second movie that we have that the retro rewind podcast has covered with the word giant in its name. So tell us what other, what was the name of the other movie or game where we covered that we covered with the word giant in the title and what was the episode number? So just two things, episode number, and then what, what, uh, what was the name of that movie or game? Mary giant Poppins. <laughs> Don't give the answer away, Paul. So oh. send your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com by the time we record the next episode, which gives you usually about a week and a couple days to do that. Now that we have all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Jack the Giant Killer. All right. So my mom listens to this podcast. My question is, does your mom? Because she should listen. My mom's. Go out and have your mom listen to our podcast. Oh, our our rewinders' moms. Yes. Yes. They should. Yes. And, yeah. And my mom, when she found out that we were covering this episode for uh, Jack the Giant Killer, she said, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did uh, her voice sound like that when she said it? It was actually sounded more like Keanu Reeves, which was like, "Whoa." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Dapper Man said, this movie was an acid trip waiting to happen. <laughs> a li- I can see that a little bit, especially with the witches. Oh, yeah, totally. Nathan James Norman says, I remember Rift Tracks had 
not one but two hilarious riffs for this movie oh, which thank you very much nathan james norman i because of that i went out and i saw that that w- at least one of them oh yeah you guys had a little bit of dialogue after that right yeah cool cool well, uh, none of those comments really lead us into the things we didn't like. I mean, the acid trip comment by the Dabber Man, kind of. Uh, but you know what? Let's let's talk about the things we didn't like so much about Jack the Giant Killer. Let's get to our worst three. Worst three things. And uh, I will start this time. Uh, and this is, uh, we were saying before how, you know, you can't expect great visuals from a movie in the 60s. You can't compare them today. But still... I gotta say, the rotoscoping animation on some of the people was just not that good, and or, or the the fire, maybe just sort of the animation on, over the film in general. Fire. Yeah, the animated fire, the the like magic sparks were okay, but a, a lot of the animations were just like eh, that. That's even by that standard, I feel like. If if Disney were doing this, it would have looked a lot cleaner, a lot better. So well, they have about a hundred million more dollars to throw at the movie. I too. don't yeah. care how much it costs. Make it good looking. <laughs> well, it costs more to make it good looking, which is why they didn't have Harry Housen or whatever. His name. Oh, that's that's right. Well, Harry Housen. I thought the 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 stop motion was good. I like well, the stop motion, but the other effects, I mean. But I, I kind of agree and disagree. I also oh. thought the effects <clears throat> took me out. I, I really didn't want to put it as a dislike, but honestly, it really takes me out of the mm-hmm. movie watching some of them, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. like the hard glow around the flying witches. Yeah, which, I thought that added to the creepiness, but that is kind of weird. That Yeah, there's... yeah, yeah. It's um, I if they had stuck with the practical effects like having real men playing the guards in armor even though the swords and shield look plastic at least it's better mm-hmm. than like fake glowing light mm-hmm. um but on the other hand like the makeup on the evil princess was superior oh they yeah stuck with that mm-hmm. kind of special effect i thought they did a good job but yeah um but going i i did mention i thought the monsters were were treated really well i just mm-hmm. wish they had smaller eyes because the bigger the, their eye size made it look more cartoon and puppet like oh, okay if they had smaller eyes it would have made it look a little more realistic oh so, i didn't pick up on that but okay yeah. that's fair uh so was that one of your dislikes then paul the eye size yeah, okay special special effects special effects okay uh dustin what was something you didn't like you know, I'll, I'll piggyback off the special effects yeah and and i know it was old old school but uh, yeah. and it wasn't even the glow on the witches that bothered me mm-hmm. it it more than anything was the fire yeah that that, that yeah. for me was just the worst i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm like this is a special effect that you can actually just do Right. Yeah, you can can have fire. You can create fire. You don't have to use the whatever cartoonish they're doing. But but it was I mean when when the witches shot fire, when the captain caught on fire, I was kind of for like what you said, it kind of took me out of the movie. I was like, that's that's just bad. Yeah, Yeah. we'll have animal animal endangerment, but we don't want to hurt people with fire. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the uh the fire could have been a, a blowtorch behind a hand and layered over. Just they, they could have done something other than just cartoon drawn mm-hmm. fake fire. I mean, yeah. I, f- I felt like I was watching Wiley Coyote chase the Roadrunner <laughs> <laughs> with a bomb or something at some point. Exactly, like, it, it, it took me back to that. So yeah. It totally, yeah, not not fit, but yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, the fire definitely does not. It's it's like one of these things doesn't belong. Exactly. <laughs> 
Oh goodness. Well, let's go back to let's go back to Paul. What's something else you don't like? Um, and this is a minor thing. Mm-hmm. Is that for? And I don't know how to put this, but I think this movie in general would be enjoyed more by a younger audience. Mm-hmm. I think with the story and everything. Yeah. Rather than adults. But you're and a child at heart, Paul. But I think that this movie suffers from it, especially since there's a lot of scary creatures of the dark. Like, yeah. I know I oh, wouldn't have I'm... To watch this as a kid. Yeah, totally. It's so, so mm-hmm. you, you got like, it's almost kid oriented, but it's too scary for kids. And so it's kind of like, I think it's playing against it un- unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they had light, I, I appreciate their, their dive into Satanism. And <laughs> But I I think they're they're like missing the third it. Harry Potter movie. Yeah, they're un- unfortunately they're alienating part of their audience that uh, could have really enjoyed it more. Okay, that yeah I I get that. Though my parents let me watch it, and apparently it was very I was left a very um I wasn't impressionable. What's the word I'm trying to say? It left a not a scar, but it left an impression on me. I think that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, you were traumatized. <clears throat> it's okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Take it there, Paul. Something something that I didn't like, which I'd say is even more minor than that, is I the royal court costumes were just so garish. I'm sure that's what people <laughs> thought people of royalty looked like back then. I mean, it, it reminds me of in Back to the Future 3 how Doc Brown gives uh the 50s doc brown gives marty oh, yeah. this very like cowboy. Uh, a cow this cowboy of pink and yellow and these bright colors it's like it's what they wear in the movies it's like <laughs> i don't think you've seen a western and so Clint i Eastwood would never wore this exactly clint who <laughs> how many times are you going to reference back to the future three in this episode <laughs> isn't this the first time that's no. twice i think what was the, oh no you referenced bill tannen yeah. Mad Dog's hand. Mad Dog's hand, yeah. So that's not my fault. You blame it on me, Paul. No, I'm just wondering how many times. Uh, Don't worry, folks. The episode's not over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I just I thought they were just too. I, I thought all the other costumes were fine. The the sailors, the commoners, Jack, and the Viking. I guess I could have seen differently, but that's fine. Uh, nothing else just took me out of like those royal costumes. Anyway, so that's that's something else I just liked. Uh, Dustin, how about you? What's something else you just liked? I, I said this in our uh, memory mind meld. They fell in love so fast in this movie <laughs> that that, that kind of took... Uh, I did roll my eyes, and I was like, all right. So Jack saves her from the giant. Then he's in the castle being named Protector. The next scene, they're making out on the boat. Like, Jack, yeah. I love to <clears throat> spend my life with you. It's like, wow, that's... Yeah. I mean, gosh, I could just go kill a giant and find a babe. Hey, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's was, how they did it back then. It was, it was, uh, as much as that is the fairy tale part of it, you know, oh, knight in shining armor, someone comes in to save the day. For for an hour and a half movie, it was just like, wow. That, I thought that was way too rushed. There was nothing leading into their affection for each other other than he just saved her life. And no, that was it. Back in the medieval times, uh, people got, <laughs> engaged and married as young teens and so oh so her biological clock was ticking yes (laughs) she's way past her prime for this time period so So she settled she settled for the giant killer Uh, i know that that makes sense 
Yeah. I mean, I I would definitely call it puppy love as opposed to like legitimate in love with each other. But I feel like they both had the hots for each other. They looked around. No other better options were there. So let's do this. Hey, puppy love doesn't turn against the entire boat. (laughs) Turn this boat around. I'll take you all on. (laughs) That's not puppy love. All right, fine. But I, I, I appreciate it. And like Paul was saying, it seemed like this was maybe geared more for a younger audience. And I think that someone who's younger sort of just looks like that, looks at that as like, oh yeah, okay, that totally makes sense. As opposed to adults who have a more sophisticated sense of whoa, what falling whoa, whoa. in love or being in love is. Well, he did, she did meet his mother and, yeah. you know, he met the father. On the yeah. first date. Yeah. <clears throat> so. What do you want, Dustin? Met. They were, they only lived to like be 40. They had, they had to live in the now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially when you're out slaying giants. I mean, that really cuts your life expectancy down. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that's, so how fast they fell in love. All right. But that wasn't your tragic maker. Dustin, what did you hate most about Jack the Giant Killer? All right. Th- this is kind of a compounded answer to that. But, but I feel like so many people in this movie made so many what are you thinking decisions? <laughs> like, why would you do that? I mean, it, it all starts when the, the guards are throwing spears at the giant while he's holding the princess and right. he's flailing her around. Right. I was like, God, you guys better be the best aims in the world or you're going to nail the princess. That's just, why would you do that? I just, yeah. and, and, and then ranging from Jack to let me hide directly in front of this carriage or a uh, wagon when the giant's standing right over me like oh, well, right. that's not gonna do you any good <laughs> he won't see you if you stand right in front well of maybe him. he's like a t-rex yeah. you know you don't yeah. don't move and he won't see you yeah <laughs> yeah but it's just like well the, the giant's right there let me dive right under this with her and they're not <laughs> even under it they're just like let me pretend like he can't see us <laughs> and exactly so, yeah so and and then uh i don't know if you noticed this the king took time to get dressed before he went chasing his daughter I didn't notice that. That's he ran funny. out in his royal pajamas, and then the next scene you see him on his horse, crowned royal. Like he's like he's, he was, oh, get true. my sword. I'm gonna get all my clothes on before I chase my daughter. You know, so I was like, okay, you're not. Yeah. You had time. Yeah. <laughs> to get down there. Well, there's no need for more than one <clears throat> member of the royal family to go out in their nightgown. That's true. And um, the dragon, <laughs> the dragon fight. I feel like if I was a dragon and a guy was on my back, I could think of 15 ways in that moment to get that guy off my back. Yeah. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. Yeah. Dive into the water. Fly upside down for a second. Just something exactly. instead of looking behind yourself going, hey, there's a guy on my back. Yeah. What was, you know what? That just occurs to me. What was he looking to do? Like just dive bomb Jack? I mean. Yeah, what yeah. was well, Pendragon maybe, maybe he to thought do? he had as bad breath as the witches did, and it would just knock him off I, his, you know, I mean, sort of back and over, but he didn't. Yeah, because I, I don't know why he's not trying to get him in his claws or anything, or does he? I mean, the poster is sort of like Jack's hanging on by his claws, but I don't really remember that in the movie. And I do, isn't there like a tracking shot where he's like about to dive bomb the boat or something? He's coming at him. Yeah, okay, so I don't know why he doesn't pick up a big rock. And just chuck it down. I mean, that's really what. Or you just need crash to do. into the boat. I mean, you're that big. Yeah, but then Damn, you're then you're, you're endangering yourself. I mean, you do it from a distance. He's a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah. So, so, the so yeah, on the, animated fire, and you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I thought the movie, and there, there's more, but just people making why would you do that decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. that 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 ruined a lot of the the action sequences for me. Yeah, I can Fair. understand that. Yeah. You can understand it, Paul, but was that your tragic maker? 
Not at all. I, okay. I would probably do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> but what, what really took me out of the movie the most was, okay, I understand this is a fantasy movie and it, you have to, you know, put your brain on hold and like, okay, this doesn't happen in real life. Mm -hmm. But it's really even hard for me to believe in a fantasy movie that the chains from a castle door can fly <laughs> around, shrink, <laughs> And fly and, and and fly around and knock everyone off the wall, <laughs> rather than than the giant just hold on to the the chain, swinging oh. around and, and knock people. Off. He chucks it. Yes, that's and it right. Shrinks in size to almost about the size of a person, and it flies around, and it twirls around, and people <laughs> fall off the the ledge. I'm like, yes, this. Is defies laws of physics it defies everything that makes sense about anything also bad animation yes i mean that sits yeah, on all yeah. the points I, I had that on my list under the special effects thing yeah, yeah. Just the the boomerang chain it felt like yes yes that one even if you had a boomerang chain at least keep it the same size <laughs> or at least <laughs> i don't know it's just why not hold on to the chain and use it as a whip yeah, and oh, it's so frustrating when that magic whip disappeared. That would have been cool. I know that was like, no, such. I mean, that goes back to. I mean, sort of in the realm of the likes, but just that's such a creative thing. I I yeah. wish there's a bit of a better way to get at those cool things other than just a leprechaun flicking a coin in there that magically does something that's oh, going to work. That but was cool, but I think it would have helped the lore of this movie. Like, oh, to have a magic whip like that. Yeah. Disappears after exactly, you exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I totally get that. wasn't concerned with his rubber sword that he was fighting those. Well, guys okay, with. all right. Doesn't I mean that's my tragic maker right there? Is that <laughs> rubber, rubber sword? You want your okay? I so thought bad. Jack was a good hero. I liked him as the main the main protagonist. I wanted him to have a kick butt sword to go with that to go it with his heroes. Awesome Viking sword. No, it it looked it was it was like a broadsword. It you looked like a toy from KB Toys. It looked okay. like you went <laughs> to the mall and I wish they had that sword at KB Toys cuz that would have been awesome. Well, yeah, but then it went it went have been a replica. It so have been overpriced because it wasn't like a toy version. It was the version. It was it just looks so dull yes. in like every sense of the word. Not only like yeah. it couldn't cut anything, but just like the the jewels in the in the scabbard and the the uh, pommel is that what the part you hold is the hilt the hilt thank you uh, those all I mean that decoration how they did that I thought that was really cool and I liked how he used it I just I just uh, it just bothered me how fake it looked so that was my tragic maker for Jack the Giant Killer that's too bad. That too bad is it was too bad. Only there for like a minute on screen. Or you know what? But there was a. Well, it was useless for that minute. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, not really because it deflected the magic, but still. Yeah. Uh, would have been cooler to see him whip away the the Pendragon stuff. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Again, off topic there. Not Indiana Jones, but that's okay. That was before <laughs> Indiana Jones. Well, now <laughs> that we've entered all our. Firing trajectories into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Okay, crew. Do we rate Jack the Giant Killer a classic? We'd recommend anyone go and see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic. We'd only recommend people who enjoyed it as kids or have seen it before and have good memories to watch it again, not people that are new to it. 
or a tragic. We'd recommend no one see this movie. If you've never heard of it, keep just stay away. And if you have seen it and maybe have good memories, like like me, uh, then just don't sully those memories with a rewatch. So let's go through, start with our guest as we like to. Dustin, what is your final rating of Jack the Giant Killer? So I... I, I'm, I was still battling between two of them as we were talking about this. Oh, okay. De- definitely not classic. You know, I mean, okay. there's no right. way I would recommend that. Fair but as we were talking, I was thinking maybe nostalgic, specifically for your memories mm-hmm. uh, of what you said. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but the more I think about all the things that were flawed of this movie, all I can think of is there are so many better movies in this genre oh. that were made back then that you could, you would better spend your time with. And we mentioned them already, you know, um, the original Clash of the Titans, Jason and the Argonauts, just just those stop motion old school adventure movies that I would rather tell people, you know what, if you want to watch a movie of this, go see those. Those will be fun. But this one, I, I'd have to say tragic. Just okay. there's no point in going back to it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So a tragic from Dustin. All right. All right. And how about you, Paul? Um, I predicted this movie would be tragic. tragic. Oh, yeah, because this is your first time watching it. I'm watching it. Uh. But I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I do agree that it is not as good as the other movies that Dustin has mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I I found myself entertained by it enough to... I'd put it on again in, in a few years or so. Uh, maybe a little later. Maybe 10 years. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to say... I'm going to say nostalgic. Okay. Because... I I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but if you like those uh, stop animation monster movies and you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. I would say check it out. You you may, it, it's not as good as the others, but mm-hmm. I, I tragically I've seen worse. I mm-hmm. I, I think off the top of my head, um, maybe like um, the land that time forgot or something like that, which is is that the one with the cowboys and the dinosaur. I, maybe not, not cowboys and dinosaur dinosaur an island somewhere but oh, i don't okay. find like a brontosaurus or something yeah oh, it's okay. been a long time that i just i just remember being completely bored by that movie <laughs> and i wasn't completely bored by this so well, if you if it that's in your wheelhouse i would definitely say check it out mm-hmm. so i'd say nostalgic. well speaking of boring i feel like dustin you mentioned clash of the titans and i remember clash of the Titans. i've seen it fairly i mean Maybe I went in college. I saw it again. I've seen it, you know, a couple times throughout my life, uh-huh. two or three times. Say and it. I just, Don't I'm like, I, that just seemed it. boring. I, I mean, every time I would think about, it, I'm like, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't. Dude, um, that, that's Greek mythology at its best, uh, right? No, there. that's fine. But I'm just like, eh, eh, it's, it's okay, not, Perseus, get on to the next thing. I, okay, Dude, this fine. Watch the Titans, the early '80s version, not the re- latest remake. Not yeah. The remake. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about the remake. No, is what is probably my favorite movie. Stop. That has really. The stop motion animation is great. I'm not. I love that movie. I'm not arguing about the stop motion at all. I'm just recalling the story and the the beats of it, and just remembering it being kind of slow and melodic. It is as opposed. It's an epic adventure. Okay. All right. As opposed to this classic movie, Jack the Giant (laughs) Killer. I, you know what, guys, I, I like, I want, I didn't have time. And also it went off Amazon prime, which we found out mid mid week. I just watch for me. <laughs> yeah. Mid watch for Paul. 
I, I mean, so I wanted to watch this again because I'm like, did I, did I really enjoy this as much as I did? But I, based on that one rewatch, I mean, I just, I just, I don't know if it's, I, it's something about movies of this era, or, or what it was. But I, I mean, I don't love all movies. See our, uh, what was it, um, Robinson, uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson. That's kind of a, a contemporary movie to this one. Not not at all the same, not the same genre or anything, but similar time frame. So there are definitely older movies with with trappings of the of days of yore, that being the sixties, that I don't like. But this one, I don't know. It just really it was magical. It really charmed me. I I don't know. I I really enjoyed so much about it that I'm I rated a classic. So. And- if you want to watch it again for free right now, if you go to uh, Shout Factory TV on their apps or go to oh, ShoutFactoryTV.com, nice. they're streaming all the riff tracks. Oh, okay. So you can watch it with riff tracks on it. Which isn't uh, quite know, the same. <laughs> which isn't the, but you know what? If you're, It helps you get through the movie. I'll tell you. Oh, I, man. I just, Googled, I just Googled Jack the Giant Killer, and it's yeah. so old. And it does so many websites like, click here to watch the movie. And it was just... Well, well, sure, oh, but if you want to watch it legitimately, okay. I'm saying that's what we're saying. Um, something though, I am curious, guys. So, so here, good rewinders, listen to me. I have not seen Jason and the Argonauts. I have not seen the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. I've not seen a lot of movies that I think this that could very well be better than this movie. Yeah. So I don't have. I, all I have is Clash of the Titans. Sounds I like you have feel, a whole bunch of movies to watch. I feel like that's the Jason only. Jason and the Argonauts is awesome. Okay, yeah. okay, I, so I will. I, I, is, is Jason and maybe Little Ronan can verify. Is that the one where is that where he fights the skeleton army? Like yes, that, yeah, that's it like is. one of the best scenes of all stop okay. motion animation. Okay, awesome. The, the Hydra and the the giant the, the giant statue yeah. Talos okay. or whatever. It's so, great. So okay, I may very well. Love Jason and the Argonauts. I don't know. But I'm yeah. saying just based on what I, me, my experience, yeah. what movies I've liked, what movies I've seen, I, I rate, I rate, uh, what is this again? Jack the Giant Killer, a classic movie. <laughs> so, so we are at a draw. So we're going to go to Francisco from the future to find out what you, our awesome Rewind Republic patrons over on Patreon, voted to help us figure out what this, the final rating is. So hey. here we go. To the future. Hey, where are you going now? Back to the future? No, already been there. Back to the future reference three, <laughs> number three. <laughs> oh, that Paul. Jeez. This is Francisco from the future. For those who are uh, patrons uh, and subscribers to our channel, you're in store for a whole bunch more Back to the Future 3 references in the bonus content. But speaking of patrons, uh, we asked uh, our Rewind Republic patrons, that's at the $5 or more level, who supports per month, uh, what your votes were for Jack the Giant Killer. And based on your votes, we our final rating for Jack the Giant Killer is a disputed nostalgic film. So we'd recommend people who enjoyed this in the past, like me, uh, it's definitely worth your time today, but if you never saw it before, probably better off watching, I don't know, something like, I think uh, we talked about Jason the Argonauts or Clash of the Titans. So now back to Francisco, Paul, and Dustin from the past. Whoa. Wow. I, you, know, I, you know what? I'm not terribly surprised by that rating, but... Yeah, that's expected. Yeah. But, okay, but, 
I think everyone can be happy with it. And thank you so much, patrons, for helping us decide the final reign for Jack the Giant Killer. Uh, but now it's time to get back to our own time, good old 20XX. 20XX. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Ah. Uh, you know what this means? That this thing doesn't work at all? <laughs> it means that your future hasn't been written yet. No one's has. Your future is whatever <laughs> you, you make. You need four references. <laughs> Yes, that's four. Why don't you look up what episode that was, Good Master Interrupter, so that uh, we can... <laughs> uh, but we wouldn't have been able to go back to 19, 1962 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keen, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, Kevin Joshua Burnham, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronbitter, and newest patron Logan Sharp, in addition to four other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. Amazing. You did most of that blinding. <laughs> <laughs> And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big giant hug to our subscribers on Twitch, which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. Basically, we get a little bit of dough and you don't or you don't have to pay anything because you already paid for Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So find out how to do that at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash twitch prime but hey let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you be it our itunes reviews comments on our website a pod chaser reviews or through our contact form and here is what some of you had to say and actually via not either any of those forms okay because our chief engineer danae shared our podcast with her co-worker ben like turns out Shared with him, like just face to face. You can do that, rewinders. You can oh, share this just podcast. Talk about it. Just you talk don't about have to it. say, "Here's my earbud. I'm shoving it in your <laughs> ear. Listen to this." I forgot that people knew how to talk face to face. Whoa, it's it is a thing. Well, it, it still happens. Continue, Paul. Uh, Danae said Ben is so impressed at the audio quality compared to a lot of podcasts he listens to, which are badly balanced. But ours is fantastic. That's Whoa. What she- Quote, not a, what she uh, said ben said yes. yeah ben didn't even realize francisco and i are in different rooms in different uh, states no less yes yeah different worlds no we're the same world <laughs> thank you everyone for reaching out to us RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 182 is the place to find timestamps for this episode links to contact us and links for voting on the movies you want us to cover. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and also yourself? You can find me <laughs> hiding under a, a chair because I don't want to talk to people face-to-face because that's how you get cooties, according to Little Ronin. But anyway, wow. moving on. Feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that is 15-plus years or older. Or older than that 15 or more sense. years old is probably easier to say. Yeah. You can share on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, I've mentioned we are on Twitch. You can watch us chat live with us right 
right now, like these fine people are doing, mm-hmm. and we are interacting with them slightly, slightly maybe yes. more before and after the show. So come check out, come hang out with us. You can also check us out on Twitch where we uh, play retro video games or create pixel art. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind prime. In addition, we also have a subreddit on Reddit, which is slash r slash retro rewind pod. You can nominate and vote on our upcoming movies. And if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com slash in anything, just hit enter. <laughs> <laughs> that works. And I do want to say, uh, Paul mentioned Reddit, and we for the for a long time now we've had our Sci Frights voting up. You can also get to it by going to retroreviewonpodcast.com slash vote uh, and click on the link to that Reddit post. But we have finally, finally locked in with the next mo- what the movies we're going to cover for Sci Frights 2019 are. For those new to the show, Sci Frights is. Uh, this new thing where during the months of September and October, we're covering uh, science fiction movies, fantasy movies, uh, scary movies that you guys vote on. You no- you nominate the movies and you vote on them over on our on our Reddit post. And and the three movies that you voted the highest that got the most number of votes and of those votes got the most upvotes in that pool of votes that they got were the next movie we're going to cover is Alien, Ridley Scott's Alien. Then. Nice. Uh, quite the departure from it. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. So we'll complete that duology. Uh, and then after Bill and Ted, we're going to go back to the aliens. Well with James Cameron's aliens. That's very interesting story. Future boy, but there's one thing that doesn't make sense. If me of the future is going to be reviewing movies of the past, how could you possibly know about it? You sent me a letter. Bravo! But after those three uh, Sci-Frights movies, we're going to do another patron pick. So we're going to roll for that and see who, which patron who hasn't picked a movie yet this year gets to pick our next patron pick. So we're rolling, and the next patron who gets to pick our next patron pick episode is... That's a five... Kevin Joshua Burnham. All right. All right. So we're going to have you on. Uh, if you would like to guest, I imagine you will, uh, then you get to be on for our next picture and pick, and you get to pick whatever movie you want. Uh, it does. There is some stipulation. If it's like too much of a horror movie, me and Paul may say, no, pick another one. But other than that, it doesn't have to be one we've seen before. It just has to be older than 15 years. So Yeah. And anything NC-17 is good. We haven't done one of those oh yet. Oh, my gosh, Paul. <laughs> oh wow. there's a reason why it's family friendly so i guess none of that yeah so. all right so thank you again so much for supporting the stream at that the patron pick and higher level thank you paul so much for being uh awesome friend of uh, not trapped in a bottle i'm glad you're actually out in the open here it's nice to be free yes uh not rhyming uh, no more no more rhymes now i made it uh and thank you, you for uh, and thank you for being my co-host on the show. I so appreciate getting to do it with you. Getting yes, di- I love it. Thank you for inviting me and putting up with my shenanigans. But we are even more excited and more grateful to our guest, King Dustin, yes. for coming on and taking time to discuss Jack the Giant Killer with us. So, Dustin Warford, please tell us 
how to find you online and is there anything you'd like to promote if you uh i'm on instagram as ghetto kids preacher so you can check me out there uh facebook dustin warford or um if you are of the church going type you can go to creekside.org and look up uh look at the sermons or anything <laughs> and look uh, look up my name under sermons and you'll find things that i've talked about and stuff online there Sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a guest. I'm glad you came back. This, this movie was hard to find someone who had seen it. So I'm so glad you did because it's awesome getting to have you back on the show. Am, am I still a red shirt? When do I get promoted? What's going on here? This is You have one more episode and then you become a shipman. Yes. yes. Got to get rid of this red shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're still in danger, but we thank you for going down and you know taking the shot for us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <clears throat> Wow. I'll take that dog dragon on. Let's go. Yeah, don't worry. It won't flip you over. Just stay on its back. <laughs> Just stay on its back with a sword. It's I'm good. like a video game where you have to find the boss's like, weak point, like where, where he won't strike. Hit the as ear. As long as it's not a witch that forgot her Altoids, I'm covered. I'm there you go. Exactly. So, yeah, thank you, Dustin, for being a part of the show. But that's not all. Mostly, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right this second, whether it's your first time listening to the show or you're a part of our awesome Rewinder community. Thanks for spending time with us, and we pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I really do. I pray before we start, the, before just before we're even, before I'm even on with these fine folks, I'm, I pray for everyone who's listening to the show. So thank you so much for doing so. Uh, I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX. I'm actually a bit more active just as at the show's Twitter at RetroOnPod, but you can find me over there too. Uh, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. And finally, we are proud to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website, but like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all for Alien, definitely not Pokemon, on our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Or Aliens Pokemon or Pokemon Alien? That show is definitely not a Pokemon. Pocket monsters, Pokemon stands Yeah, so not Aliens, they're of the surf. Yes. Okay. Glad we and got now that, that we have sailed across the sea, the podcast is over. Now you are free! <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.